Good morning, and thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Rev. Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on social media and visit our website, crossroadsministries.webador.com, for our monthly devotionals, platforms, and more. This is the Walking by Faith Podcast. This is Mark Hawks. I want to thank you once again for being here with us again today. I want to use for a text for a thought, stay in the course. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20, the Apostle Paul tells Timothy, he tells him to stay the course. And he says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and opposition of science, falsely so called. Well, the science we got today, you know, they say, follow the science, follow the science. They don't mean that. What they mean is follow their foolishness and follow their own lust. They call it science. It's not science. DNA is science. Forensic science is science. Fingerprinting is science. And DNA is science. But the science they're using today wouldn't get them off the ground. If you apply the science they got today to 1969, they would never got off the ground. They would never went to the moon. And they most certainly, using the science they use today, they wouldn't never even have gotten back, which would have been which would have been good considering the people who are calling this silly stuff science today. They're lost in space. They don't mean follow the science. They mean follow their own lust. Many churches today could be accused of false advertising. Well, why do you say that? Well, I say because most of them don't, many of them don't believe the Word of God. I thank God for those that still do, but a lot of them don't. So therefore, they're false advertising. They should be called the Church of Deep Freeze, and their pastors should be called uh, Cold as I. Not all. I'm not, not, thank God, not all, but many of them are doing false advertisement. The Word of God tells in the book of Job that the Lord had a man by the name of Job. He was a perfect and upright man, one that feared God and eschewed evil. Matter of fact, the Lord pointed that out to Satan. He said, have, have, you considered my, have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered my servant Job? Job was an outstanding man. He was an outstanding individual. He was a man when he talked. I mean, people listen. I don't care if it's financial, spiritual, or whatever it might have been. Especially on Wall Street and financial, I'd say that a lot of people paid a lot of attention to it. When he spoke, people listened. Because he'd already proven how it, how, how you, what you do to be successful. He's not a man that just talked about it. He's a man that demonstrated it and proved it. And the Lord said, have you considered, the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? And Satan said, yeah, of course I have. I've tried to get to him many times, but he's got a hedge built around it. Number one, the Lord has a hedge built around us. Now that's good to know. But Satan said, if you remove the hedge from him and let me take away all his toys, he will curse you to your face. He'll curse you. He'll turn against you. He only serves you because of what he has. He only serves you because of his wealth, because of his property, because of his wife, because of his family, because of his position, because of his financial success. That's the only reason why he even does anything for you, Lord. But you take away everything that he's got, and he'll turn against you. Remember, it was God that said, have you considered my servant Job? The Lord gave him a good resume and a good endorsement. Job was a better man than I've ever been or ever will be. Job didn't even have the Old Testament. He didn't even have the Bible. He didn't have anything to guide him. All he had was what he had. But he was a perfect and upright man, God said. He set the standard. He was a good man, a good holy man, a God-fearing man. What's wrong with him? And so the Lord lets him, allows him to go through a, a, it was a test. It was a harsh test, a big test. 
You know, I heard I'd seen Ziggy in that uh, comic strip. He's standing on the edge of a on the edge of a big valley, looking over across the city, and he says, "Lord, don't don't test me anymore. Please don't put any more tests to me." You <laughs> see, God doesn't tempt any man, but He does allow people to be tested. So the Lord said, "Consider my servant Job." In the book of Haggai, chapter one, verse five, it says, "Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts: Consider, consider your ways. Consider your ways." I think we all should evaluate that and do that. Consider our ways. Do our ways please the Lord? So God says, consider my servant Job. Satan's allowed to take away his health. Well, take away his property first, everything that he possesses. He still don't curse God. Well, Satan ups the ante. Yeah, let me touch his health. Bone for bone, flesh for flesh. Let's let me touch him, take away his health. Let me take away his health care plan. And he'll, he'll break. Turn it up a little bit more. Turn the heat up a little bit more. <laughs> he still didn't. His wife came. Job, what are you doing sitting down there? Why don't you go ahead and just curse God and die? Well, that's not good advice. Now, if the Lord wanted to kill him, and the Lord wanted him to die that way, I mean, that would be fine for him to die. But to curse God? I don't want that to be the last thing I do when I leave. I'm not going to do that. He answered and he said, Woman, he said, You speak like a foolish woman. He said, To receive to receive from the Lord, I receive good from the hand of the Lord and evil. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I heard a song this morning that says, I can pray. It said, I, I can't teach or sing, but I can pray. I can't sing or teach, but I can pray until the walls come down. What did God tell Joshua to do? March around the walls, stay the course, obey him. Do exactly what he was instructed to do, stay the course. Walk around the walls of Jericho, and on that last day you sound that trumpet, and the Lord will fight your battle. You will win. All you got to do is march around the walls of Jericho. You see, I can't sing and I can't pray, but I can blow that trumpet. I can pray until the walls come down. And the Bible says on the last day, the walls fell down flat. <laughs> there was a minister many years ago, back in the 70s. I found out about him. Had some cassette tapes of him. He used to use that term, it's fun being saved. He said, it's fun being saved. He was preaching at a place one time. And he had a friend that in that church was singing, praise the Lord. And the deacons in the church got tired of him praising the Lord. So they, two deacons went back there and picked him up and escorted him out. And he hollered out at his preacher friend. And he says, Brother Bob, he said, when Jesus went into Jerusalem, he only had one donkey. Look at me, praise the Lord. I've got two. Follow the signs. Facts are always changing, but truth never does. So the Apostle Paul says in 1 Timothy 6 and 20, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so called. Paul begins his personal appeal to Timothy. He calls him. He calls him Timothy three times. Many times he referred to Timothy as his son in the Lord. He had a challenge for Timothy to guard, guard the gospel, to defend the gospel. One side of the reality of the kingdom of God which must be proclaimed and defended. Sam Jones, the old-time preacher, he said, Just quit your meanness, repent, and come to the Lord. I heard another good song this morning. If it matters to you, if it matters to me, if it matters to you and me, it matters to the Master. What do we need to do in these last days? Earnestly contend for the faith once delivered unto the saints. It's to stay the course, to present the gospel, and to lead as many people as we possibly can to the fountain of living waters. You know, it's been said, the old country saying is, you, you can take a course, you can take a course to the water, but you can't make him drink. And that's right, you can't. You can take a horse to the water, but you cannot force it. 
to drink. What did the Lord Jesus say to the apostle Peter? Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know I love you. Feed my lambs. Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know I love you. He asked him a third time. He was grieved. And he said, Lord, you know I love you. Feed my sheep. Don't feed the sheep. Plastic fruit. Don't feed them artificial sweetening. Feed them the truth of the gospel. I want to thank you so much for being here with me again today. May the Lord bless and keep you until the next appointed time. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Reverend Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Podcasts air every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on Facebook for all the latest updates. And if you would like to partner with Crossroads Ministries and Walking by Faith, consider donating through our Anchor or Spotify platforms. If you have a prayer request, you may message us via the Facebook Messenger app and all requests are kept private. Because we walk by faith, not by sight, we hope that this message has touched your hearts and your homes this Sunday.